0: I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Have you heard that line before? I have, lots of times. But what's even more common in recent years is for people to say, I'm nothing, I have no religious affiliation whatsoever. Sometimes you hear these men and women referred to, especially in the media, as the nuns, which, by the way, has nothing to do with those women who taught some of you in Catholic school. In this case, nuns is spelled N O N E S, not N U N S. But the really interesting thing is, my brothers and sisters, it's not true. It's a misnomer. There really is no such thing as a none, N-O-N-E. If you ask one of these people, what's your religion, they will say, I have none. But that's not the case. Everybody, and that includes every atheist, has a religion, whether he realizes it or not. After all, what is a religion? A religion is a belief system that guides your life. At its core, that's what Catholicism is. That's what every religion is. It's a series of beliefs that guides you in your thoughts, your words, your actions, and your decision-making. So in that sense, everybody on planet Earth is religious because everybody has a belief system that guides him in those ways I just mentioned. Every Catholic has a belief system that guides him through life. Hopefully it's the Catholic belief system, but it might not be. Think of all those Catholics who say, I am a Catholic, but... Every Muslim has a belief system that guides him through life. In some cases, sad to say, that includes the belief that it's morally acceptable to kill innocent people. Thankfully, not every Muslim believes that but some certainly do, and we see evidence of it almost every night on the evening news. Every Protestant has a belief system that guides him in life. Every Jew does, every Buddhist does, every materialist, every hedonist, every secularist, every agnostic, and yes, even every atheist has a belief system that guides him in life. So the real question should not be are you religious? Because everybody is. The real question should be, to what extent is your religion rooted in truth? In other words, to what extent does your religion teach the truth concerning God and life and human beings? For Catholics, the belief that there are Three divine persons in the one true God, that is to say, belief in the reality of the Blessed Trinity, is supposed to be at the very foundation of their religion. Of course, as I indicated a few moments ago, it might not be for a particular Catholic person, but it should be. Here's how the Catechism of the Catholic Church says it in paragraph 234. The mystery of the Most Holy Trinity is... The central mystery of Christian faith and life. It is the mystery of God in Himself. It is therefore the source of all the other mysteries of faith, the light that enlightens them. It is the most fundamental and essential teaching in the hierarchy of the truths of faith. The whole history of salvation is identical with the history of the way and the means by which the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, reveals himself to men and reconciles and unites with himself those who turn away from sin. Let me give you an example now, actually a few examples, of some of the ways that having the Blessed Trinity in your belief system should guide you in your life. A few examples of how the Blessed Trinity, having that at the foundation of our personal religion, should guide us in our lives. First of all, having the Blessed Trinity in our belief system should directly influence our view of love. To worldly people in the 21st century, and I dare say that means for most people in the 21st century, love is all about taking What can you give me? What can you do for me to make me happy? That's love for a lot of people. Well, the inner life of the Blessed Trinity teaches us that real love is not about taking, it's about giving. Giving yourself to another person for their good, for their happiness. Jesus said in John chapter 5, For just as the Father has life in himself, so also he gave to his Son the possession of life in himself. That's a perfect example of the kind of self-giving that takes place between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the Blessed Trinity. It's intense, it's complete, needless to say, it's a love without any selfishness whatsoever. Belief in the Blessed Trinity should also motivate us to make family life a priority. Because the dogma of the Trinity teaches us that God is, in a certain sense, a family of persons. A family of persons united by an eternal bond of love. This means that a Catholic who has the Blessed Trinity as part of the belief system that guides his life will always be working to make his relationships with his family members the very best that they can possibly be. Which, of course, is not easy, as we all know. Therefore, he will also pray a lot for God's grace. Belief in the Blessed Trinity should also impact directly our view of marriage. In the Blessed Trinity, The Father loves the Son with an intense, perfect, eternal love. That love is so intense that it's actually another person. The Holy Spirit, who, as the Nicene Creed tells us, proceeds from the Father and the Son. So please notice something. Notice that in the Blessed Trinity, love is fruitful. The Father loves the Son, and from that love, the Holy Spirit proceeds eternally. In a speech he gave back in 1988, Pope St. John Paul II said this, Christian family life is a reflection of the life of the Blessed Trinity. That's a very important idea. And that really shouldn't surprise us because we're made in the image and likeness of God, in the image and likeness of the Blessed Trinity. So obviously, if a marriage here on earth is to reflect the life of the Trinity properly, that marriage must be fruitful. Or at least it must have the natural potential to be fruitful. It has to be fruitful, or at least potentially so, because the Father's love for the Son in the Blessed Trinity is fruitful. But a so-called gay marriage can never be fruitful, can it? You learn that in Biology 101. Two men cannot have a natural child of their own. Two women cannot have a natural child of their own. It's absolutely impossible, biologically. Only in the marriage of a man and a woman do you have the natural potential for that couple to be fruitful in their love. So of all the reasons that can be mentioned as to why gay marriage is wrong, and there are a lot of them, Perhaps the most important is this, it's anti-Trinitarian. It's anti-Trinitarian because the love of the Father and the Son and the Blessed Trinity is fruitful, the love in a gay relationship is not, and it can never be. One more point needs to be mentioned today in light of what's been going on recently in our country. Belief in the Blessed Trinity should prevent us from ever buying in to a lie like racism. As we all know from watching the evening news in recent months, racially motivated violence has occurred in Baltimore, Maryland, in Ferguson, Missouri, and in lots of other places in the United States. It's a growing problem. you think we'd be beyond it after the Civil War, after civil rights, the civil rights movement, and everything else, you'd think we'd be beyond, well, obviously we're not. Well, let me tell you, no Catholic who has the Blessed Trinity as part of his belief system should ever be a part of anything racist. That's because the Blessed Trinity reminds us that those who share the same nature enjoy the same dignity. Remember, in the Blessed Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are three distinct divine persons. However, the Father is not more divine than the Son, the Son is not more divine than the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is not more divine than the Father or the Son. Each person of the Blessed Trinity shares the divine nature. Consequently, each is to be worshipped as God. Those who share the same nature enjoy the same dignity. Well, in a similar way, every human person, every human person, regardless of their color, or their age, or their sexual orientation, or any other personal characteristic they may have, every human being has a human nature. And so they deserve to be respected and to be treated with a certain dignity from the moment they are conceived in their mother's womb to the moment of their natural death. As the three persons of the Blessed Trinity share in the divine nature and are to be treated accordingly, so every human person has a human nature and is to be treated accordingly. Wouldn't it be wonderful if more Americans believed that? It'd be a different nation. Wouldn't it be wonderful if every Christian worldwide understood that saying you believe in the Blessed Trinity means you must also believe in the dignity and the equality of every human being. It would be a different world, my friends. In closing this morning, I ask you to think today about your own belief system. The one that guides your life, your thoughts, your words, your actions, your decision making process? Is it the Catholic belief system? And is the Blessed Trinity at the foundation of it, the center of it? If you answer that question honestly, my brothers and sisters, it will tell you a lot about where your life is at. And it will also tell you a lot about where your life is going.